The lights are low and the kids are in bed It's time to rethink all those rules stuck in your head And disobey It's Edgy Wednesday Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Liren. It's Edgy Wednesday, but as usual, I have no idea if this content will be edgy or not. You know how I can be sometimes. <laughs> we'll see. The first thing I wanted to talk about was that a friend of mine for National Novel Writing Month is writing a novel that includes a person who practices paganism. So he and I have been having some interesting conversations about paganism and goddess worship and exactly what it entails. And uh, so we ended up having like a long discussion about the different flavors of it and all kinds of things. And it has really made me realize that I'm so out of touch with my own spirituality. I keep saying, you know, last Halloween, I said I was going to do a ritual with my son. This Halloween, I said it and didn't do it. I'm not sure what my problem is. I don't know. It's weird. Like I find myself getting into this mindset of, oh, well, when we get our new house, I'll do this. And we, when we get our new house, I'll do that. And I, you know, I don't want to do that. That is an awful lot of pressure to put on oneself to do a whole bunch of stuff at a specific time. And really, there's nothing stopping me from doing it now. I mean, okay, it's true. Where we live now is really tight quarters and you know, I, I mean, that is true, but we could do it outside. We have a lot of acres. The problem is we have neighbors close enough that I would be a little self-conscious about if they might hear us if we were saying anything on a clear, cold night. So, I mean, I would prefer to do it inside, but I don't know. I need to get on that and really give it some thought and maybe even jot down some notes about it. Okay, this is a little nerve-wracking. I'm in the car driving home from a friend's. On the way there, I saw a buck with a great big rack of antlers standing right beside the road, just very calmly eating. And I just came up to the end of a road and there's a doe standing in somebody's yard right across the road. We have had a big cold snap. It's only 23 degrees outside right now. So certainly I'm sure the deer are like, holy crap, we better find some grass. <laughs> so I know they're moving around a lot. We've been seeing them at our house like around our chicken coop a lot it's funny how they seem to like animals when we had our miniature horse they would stay up around him and now that we don't have him we just have the chickens we go out there and we find them kind of around the chickens so i don't know what the deal is with that i guess animals like other animals i don't know i don't find chickens terribly soothing so i don't think it's that but who knows so I have uh, some, oh, let me give an update before I give some good news about my younger son. Let me give an update. So I went on my weekend retreat and I didn't get very many words done. It didn't, I don't know, it didn't turn out to be one of my, I mean, like, I, I guess I can make a bunch of excuses or whatever. I fundamentally, I just wasn't feeling it. Like I was sitting at a dining room table working and Anytime someone would go by, I would take that opportunity to become distracted, you know, so I don't know. I'm hoping I catch up. At this point, I am so far behind. We'll see if it's even possible for me to catch up. But in the end, I'm just going to keep trying. And whether or not I hit the words, I'm going to keep trying. It's weird because last year I had a writing buddy who I messaged with 
pretty much every day. And this year I've messaged with her a couple times and I don't know, she's just not talkative. So I know she's writing. I just wonder if she has a different writing buddy this year or something. It's funny how much that helps me, like having someone to check in with and to talk to. But I haven't been to any more write-ins. I need to check tonight and see when they are. But you know, this weekend we have my granddaughter. Her sister goes with her dad. So on those weekends, usually the third weekend every month, we have my little granddaughter. So I wasn't going to say we wouldn't take her. And someone has given us two really nice reclining chairs because they have bought a new house. And I think they must have bought a new furniture set for their house. I'm not sure. Or if they just don't have room. But but they look like nice chairs. I've seen pictures of them and they seem like they're nice. And so, but we have to go get them this weekend. So we're trying to sort out right now where the heck are we going to put them until we have a new house to put them in. <laughs> but it seems silly to turn them down when they're in really good shape and they seem to be really well made. So anyways, all of that to say that I, even if there is a write-in this weekend, I don't think we'll get to it, sadly. I'm sure we'll take my granddaughter swimming on Sunday with us. And so, yeah, it probably is not going to be a writerific weekend. What I need to do is figure out some windows of time when I can be in the car and dictate some of my story. That seems to work really well for me. I'm kind of stuck as to where my story's going and I'm having a really hard time. I keep, it's almost like the gears are grinding about writing parts of it out of chronological order. It's an interesting thing. You know, I have just always written in chronological order. I'm not stressing about it. I'm trying to just be gentle with myself and be like, you know what? You do what you do and you don't what you don't, right? Anyway, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you posted. So my wonderful news about my younger son is he has started volunteering at the animal retreat, um, um, animal refuge where our miniature horse went. So that is exciting. He started last week. I will say that led to some very interesting conversations. I don't think I've talked with this to you guys about this yet. You know, when I was on my way back from my writing retreat, I thought I was recording and it turned out that it wasn't recording. And I was kind of down because I didn't get very many words, not like super upset or anything, but just kind of low energy. And when it didn't record, and I mean, I probably talked for 20 minutes and I realized it didn't record. I was so sad and upset that I was just like, okay, never mind. So I think I talked about this then. If I have talked about this in an episode I recorded, please forgive me. Um, so he went to the animal sanctuary and they have all kinds of farm animals like turkeys and peacocks and chickens and goats and sheep and cows and horses and our miniature horse, of course. I have dogs and cats and... They used to do rabbits and guinea pigs. I don't know if they do anymore. So it's a weird thing because uh, my son, my husband drops my son off at the main gate. And the first week he did it last week, the man who I guess um, works with the volunteers, he told my son that the vet was there that day. So it was a really hectic day for them. So he just pointed him at some pastures and said, go pick up all the patties that you see and they put them in like central locations and then they go in with a tractor and clean them out so they keep their pastures pretty clear 
So um, he did that. And then this week, I guess he was on the same duty. He said, it seems like it's going to be that like, that's his region of things to handle. So that's an interesting idea. He said he went around and broke myself water and, and um, picked up manure again. But he texted me and he seemed to be having a lot of fun because of course they have goats that just free roam that place because it's like on, they bought the farm in front of them. I want to say they have probably a hundred acres now, maybe, maybe not quite that much. It's either just over or just under, I believe. I need to go look at their website. I'll let you know after I do that. I'm driving home right now from my friend's house, so I can't look at the internet while I'm driving. It's bad enough I'm recording while I'm driving. I'm a very bad girl. Anyways, so they have uh, some goats that just free range around there. And he said that he had a little trail of five goats following him around the whole time he was there. And he was texting me and telling me that he was just laughing out loud. And I have to tell you that that's a pretty big deal. You know, he has been so kind of, I don't know, down and angsty and, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, you know, that kind of thinking. And so it was really nice to get some texts from him. At first, I thought he was being sarcastic. So I asked him, I'm like, Oh, I just want to make sure are you being sarcastic. And he was like, No, I'm actually laughing. So, so that was good. Um, when I saw him when him and my husband came in to go swimming tonight, he was so happy and smiling and like uplifted and not slouchy. You know, I was like, wow, he's in there. And it's so funny. See, this is how my other son is too. When my other son has a job, he is a much happier, uh, more cheerful, just easier to live with human being. When he doesn't have a job, he gets really down on himself. It's almost like he needs that external validation of somebody telling him, yes, you're doing a good job. Yes, we appreciate you. Yes, you're doing something meaningful, you know? And it's funny because I don't know how much he realizes that, but man, I sure do. I'll tell you, but you can't say anything to him about it. Cause you know, as soon as I say anything, well, then things get ugly if he doesn't have a job. But ever since he left our house, when there was the big blow up, uh, father's day, right after father's day, a couple days after that, he had an interview and then he had a job and he has kept that job. So I'm really happy he's kept that job. I'm really happy that he seems happier. It's not like it's a great job, but they do work around his college classes. So that's really good. And I think he's doing okay in his college classes. He doesn't really talk about it to me specifically, which is fine. You know, he's a grown freaking man, right? He is 29 years old. He doesn't have to tell his mommy every little thing. But I am curious. I hope he's doing well in school. Uh, I know he still talks about caring about it and about how long he has to go. I want to say he has one more year. This time he signed up to take um, full-time classes and one of them got canceled. So he is one class shy of being full-time, which means that because he goes to the community college, they don't offer all of the classes every semester. So it could mean that it will push him out uh, one more semester beyond where he thought he was going to graduate, but I don't know. We'll see. It just depends on class availability at this point. But of course, there's prerequisites that go with all the higher level classes. And so anyways, it gets tricky when classes start getting canceled. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Mm, oh, I was just going to say that uh, we had this big fiasco. I go away for my writing retreat and 
the mechanic decides, oh, I can't fix your car until a day later than we thought. So my husband was telling my older son, well, just take my car, just drop your brother and I off out at the house and you can just take my car because he was working third shift. He's like, just come back out to the house in the morning and we'll go get the car from the mechanic, right? Well, 10 minutes from work, my husband's car died. My son was like an hour late for work that night and the car got towed to our house. So the guys were stranded at the house and my older son was stranded at work, but he got, he did get a ride home. Uh, so anyway, it was just a big mess. They finally did get the other car. My, my, uh, older son did. He picked it up from the mechanic on Saturday, three days later than promised, but whatever. Um, and when I got home on Sunday, I got home about four. My husband ran up to the auto parts store, bought a new alternator that he had had them order. And him and my son put that new alternator on in, man, I don't think it took them half an hour. So that was pretty awesome. I was really happy they did that together and that it was successful and the car is doing great. So even with this cold snap, so that's good news. But I was like, what crap timing I hardly ever go anywhere. Like I don't leave home very often. And of course the one weekend I'm gone, both cars are messed up and you know, we end up, they, the guys end up juggling all of that, but they handled it and everything is fine now. And I was just on the phone kind of panicking going, what the heck, you know? Anyway, they figured it out. Um, other than that, I don't think I have any other real news there's been a couple weird things about the house, uh, but of course we're still getting it. It's not endangering whether or not we get it. It's just like the normal anytime you do anything with real estate. Somebody says you can do this, but then you find out you can't, and then you have to go find out, wait, can I or can't I, or is it just this person doesn't want me to? It's like a rezoning thing of our old house. The guy told us we could rezone it as storage, and the county says, oh, you can't do that. And, and they have this really convoluted reason why. I don't know. Anyways, so I have a call in. Hopefully I will hear tomorrow from a lawyer who I'm going to have a consultation with and just find out what Virginia law is about all of that, about real estate and about certificates of inhabitation and whether or not they can be retracted from a structure. And anyway, it's, you know, a bunch of boring stuff, but you know, either way, it's not like it's going to be a big deal. It's just that if we have to demolish our current house, that adds on like $5,500 or something to the cost. And I would rather not do that. I would rather do whatever we have to do to it to classify it as just a workshop because my son actually wants to grow fodder for the chickens in it over the winter. So uh, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but it's like you you uh, grow oat grass and other kinds of greens in like growing trays, but you don't let it get very tall and then you feed it to them. So that way they can have fresh greens all winter long as well. And uh, I thought that was a really interesting idea, but if we have to knock down the old house, then I don't know, maybe we'll look at in the long term putting up a building, who knows. There isn't a lot of room in the new house for stuff like that. Like we have one bedroom, but it's going to have a bed in it for when my granddaughter's there. And it's probably where my husband's going to set up a desk so he can have a space uh, where he can work when he works from home. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's such a weird thing for me 
to think about how we're going to live in the new space. It's, uh, it, it's only, I, they tell us we'll have the keys in March. So it's crazy to me. It's only like four months away and four months might sound like a long time, but trust me, I've been waiting years for this. So I am super happy that we're only four months away. They have not come out and cited exactly where the house is going to go. I will probably feel a little less nervous when we get further down the road and we know exactly where the house is going to go and all of the final decisions are made, but I'm not sure when that's going to happen. They haven't given us a, um, a definite date on when they're going to come out to do that. So we shall see. Let's see, gaming-wise. I haven't been doing anything gaming-wise. Sadly, our game didn't run Monday night. So one of our players is moving, and so we lost him, and then another one of our players had some family stuff going on. So uh, there, then there was only two of us, and the other guy said, well, if there's only two of us, I don't want a game. So I was kind of sad about that. Like, I know the holidays are coming, and, you know, stuff gets busy, and people can't meet and all of that. And I hear people talk, you know, I hear you guys on the audio dungeon, and I know, you know, my husband has talked the times that he has tried to put together games, uh, like even real life game groups, let alone online. Um, just that things start out with a lot of energy and then they slow down and, and how disheartening it is that they hardly ever last more than, you know, like three months or so. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping our Monday game picks back up once the holidays are, you know, kind of out of the way and that player gets moved. And I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Right now, I am trying to talk my husband into running a Powered by the Apocalypse game that is just a one-shot drop-in game so that Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast can get a chance to give Powered by the Apocalypse another try with somebody who has run a lot of it jamming. So, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm not pushy, you know, that doesn't work. I just nudge a little here and there. So we'll see. I don't know if I'm successful, you'll see it on the audio dungeon. <laughs> I mean, if he does that, I hope I get to play in it too, because I have had a lot of fun with the Powered by the Apocalypse Apocalypse games I've played. I've really enjoyed them a lot. So that said, I am, I love storytelling. So one of the things I love about that game is it gives you the structure of your characters and then really the story comes from the players. So it is a different kind of game to play, but I know the GM can nudge more or less because in the ones that I've played at the cons uh, that I've gone to and like our family game, because we played a couple family games that were styled after that, but had a little more structure because our younger son who we game with, he likes a lot of pretty structured, you know, battles and what happens in the battle and rolling lots of dice and stuff. So uh, we don't, I don't think we've ever played like a straight out PBTA game with him. I think we've used the setting books from that and my husband has, you know, found some other structure for using the dice or something. I can't, I don't remember the specifics, but anyways, I know that he's run a lot of that at cons and, uh, I'm just excited about the possibility of him running one that I get to play in. I, you know, our Monday night game is a PBTA game and I love that game. One of the things I love is I think something about PBTA, it might be that it matters who you're gaming with because it's so much about 
creativity and because it's so much about the players driving the story that if you don't have players who are invested then or like who are I don't know like willing to to speak up and and play their part in the story I don't know I think I've been really lucky so far because there have been people like that but I can tell you I think I've mentioned this before in the first couple sessions of our Monday night game I really felt like I was kind of sitting back and watching everyone else and just kind of talking every once in a while so I've kind of been making concerted effort to participate more and to help to guide the story instead of just kind of waiting and following and being like oh what cool stuff is everybody else going to come up with because I don't know I guess I I feel like they're on a different um they're in a different league than I am I don't know (laughs) either way it's been a lot of fun uh we the time we played honey heist because uh, a couple players were gone was awesome fun that my husband ran 10 candles and that was really cool Uh, that is a really cool game I can't imagine playing that game at a table it was really cool online too and I will say that one thing about my husband is that he will research things so he actually did some research ahead of time about how people have run that game online because you know there's elements in it of like burning papers and candles and stuff like that and candles actually going out and that's pretty freaking hard to simulate online right so anyway he did a little bit of research figured out how people had been doing it he used roll 20 to put up a screen that had the candles on it and he found like a an animated gif of a candle with a flickering flame I don't know it worked out really well I thought so anyways watch for that I'm hoping to get him to run that I know that you know like I said this weekend gosh nothing creative will probably happen this weekend we'll see you know I say that my granddaughter is six now and she is really self-sufficient and really sweet and she is not high demand at all so But I know we have to go pick those chairs up. And Sunday, if we take her swimming, that will eat up most of our weekend. So, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed my little weird creative thing I did with TJ's music. I, it's funny when I hear his music, it kind of evokes a mood in me sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't like it. I guess it depends on where my head is. But I was, I had about a half an hour to myself and I thought, you know, I could pull something together real quick. I wasn't feeling, um really upbeat so I didn't really feel like podcasting about what was going on because I was feeling kind of blah that day and work has been a right royal pain let me just say that out loud wow so you know I wasn't in a real upbeat mood that day and I know I don't have to be in an upbeat mood to podcast but I don't think you guys wanted to hear the whining about work I would have done if I had not done that creative project instead um so Hopefully, I know TJ's had a lot going on and I look forward to when he puts some more music up, but I told him that one of the things I love about his music is that it is always evocative. So I am probably every once in a while going to throw something like that out. There's also some really awesome music on a website called Purple Planet and you can use it on your podcast as long as you don't profit from it for free and um some of that is very evocative as well so I don't know maybe I'll do some of that at some point I just was in the mood to do something creative on Tuesday and I was like all right well it is creativity Tuesday so I'm gonna just do that 
Okay, well, I think I have rambled on long enough. See, I told you I didn't know if this was going to be edgy. I will say this. It turns out that my friend who I was talking about last Wednesday listened to the episode. See, I haven't been talking to him about if he's listening to my podcast or not, but he did. And uh, so we had a nice conversation about it. So that was good. It's an interesting thing to be friends with someone who uh, (laughs) you have done things that you love to reminisce about, but you know, the odds of him and I ever connecting again are really very low. It's an interesting thing as well to be in a situation where that is not because my husband wouldn't let me do it. I love the fact that my husband is secure enough in our relationship that if I wanted to do something like that, I could. You know, this is going to sound crazy because I... Well, I suspect that this whole situation probably seems pretty crazy to some of the listeners. But one of the interesting things about being poly is that there's a lot of different flavors. I know I've talked about this before. So like there's just swinging where that's just really about having sex with other people. Except that's not how I'm wired. And it takes a lot of energy to to have an actual you know, relationship with someone else. And I don't have much free time. And I feel like if I tried to do that right now, I would be taking too much energy away from my family and from uh, my granddaughter and from commitments I currently have. So I don't know. You know, it's funny. I wonder sometimes we joke sometimes, as a matter of fact, about if there will ever be anyone else in our lives. And I don't know if there will or not. Who knows? It's not like I have some burning need to be with someone else or, you know, it's not about that. It's really been about times in my life when I have met someone that I really clicked with just kind of out of the blue. It's only happened a couple times. And, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I think that's a good thing. I very much appreciate the fact that my husband, um, is secure enough in our relationship to let me explore stuff like that. And certainly I would let him explore stuff like that too. We joke all the time about how like who has the time and energy for that. So (laughs) I don't know if it will happen again, but never say never, right? I like to think that I'm not so old that I wouldn't have the time and energy to do it if something were to free up, you know? All right. Well, it is time for me to go. Sorry about the lack of adult content. I know every once in a while I'll get someone who says hey Wednesday wasn't edgy so sorry about that (laughs) no I'm really not really I figure Wednesdays are the days that I'm going to talk about things that are kind of outside the norm so I feel like I talked about some outside the norm things I try not to do that too much on other days just because I don't know I people should have a choice if they hear about stuff that could make them uncomfortable or is outside of their norm so I have to tell you, this whole time I've been talking and driving, I have seen, I want to say at least a dozen deer. They've been standing out in fields, luckily, far enough away that, you know, they weren't anywhere near me. But I'm driving very slow, so tonight's commute is going to take a while because I do not want to risk hitting any of the deer I am seeing in the fields. All right, well, that's enough for me. Enough rambling. I really love you know, hearing from you guys. If you want to leave me a message, 
I am so far behind on podcasts. I'm so sorry. I have not been calling into podcasts because I haven't been listening as much as I usually do. There's just been too much going on or I haven't been alone in the car. So when I went over to the river house, I actually dictated most of the way there. And on the way back, I recorded for a while, but it didn't actually record like I mentioned. So that was disappointing. I did try dictating a little bit more after that, but I just wasn't feeling it, man. I actually came home and laid down and went to sleep for a little while. And it wasn't because of lack of sleep. I think it was just like I needed to reset my brain because I had gotten myself in a really like, woe is me, whaley, whaley place, you know? See, if you haven't read We Free Men, that whaley, whaley thing won't make sense. But <laughs> I hope that you guys are having a good one. I hope the middle of your week is not torturous and now we can all look forward to being on the other side of the work week. That's always a good thing. Assuming you will only work Monday through Friday. <laughs> As somebody who sometimes goes to work on the weekends, uh, I can say that I understand what it is to be like, why do people make such a big deal about the work week? I work other days. But lately, I have not been going to work on the weekend because I've been working enough during the week that I haven't needed to fill in any hours. So that's been good. All right, until next time, I hope you guys all have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, 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 oh,